from the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask hockey shops present College Hockey West Live for November 8th, 2022. Tonight we preview the week ahead and all other sorts of miscellaneous items surrounding the college hockey world. Behind the Mask College Hockey West Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota. College graduate, member of the military, then you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at petersontoyota.com. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. AT&T Wireless, unlimited, high-speed 5G data at no extra cost. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. College Hockey Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. And by Drury Inns and Suites. Travel happy again. Book your next stay at druryhotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-IN. College Hockey West Live from the Summer Skate Studios presented by Behind the Mask is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans. Anywhere that you may be listening to us tonight. Indeed, this is College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy with you tonight from beautiful Budweiser Events Center. It's an AHL facility, and I'm here talking some NCAA hockey. Paul Hornstein, my co-host, is with me. Paul, how are you? Uh, we're doing okay. It's been a busy day. Um, lots of mind-numbing meetings, um, as we always get on Election Day, because, you know, why do something that you know actually might be useful but you know what do i know <laughs> i hear you well you know, i maybe... can tell you um this building is very quiet right now but it's going to get good. really rowdy here in a short period of time so we will try to sneak the uh the college hockey west live podcast in prior right. to all the action getting underway um by, by the way speaking of of, of, of loud and, and, and I'm just going to say this because, and, and I, you know, you know me, I don't like to criticize anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I know. I know. And I know that the league that runs the hockey league that runs its offices in Manhattan and Toronto don't give a darn what I say. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably and believe right it or that. Well, and believe it or not, this is not even a Coyotes rant. Wow, it is. That is unusual. Okay, and I realize we focus on the West here, but you could say the same thing for the Kings and the Ducks, 
You can say the same thing for uh, Vegas, and I don't know, and and uh, I don't know, is it the Sharks anymore? Did that that they, or is that turned to the Avalanche? I don't know. I'd have to ask Stephen. Uh, Edmonton and Calgary. Um, the Islanders play the team from Manhattan tonight for the second time this year. They play them again the week before Christmas, and that's it. <laughs> That I, I understand, and and maybe you want to sit there and be like, well, we had an expansion team last year. We want them to go around the league once or twice. But this three games against teams in your division stuff, that's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. I understand they want to get Connor McDavid all over the place, and he's just, well, you know what? You got to figure that out. But only having say the Penguins and the Flyers play three times or the Bruins and the Canadians only playing three times, the, the, the Red Wings and the Blackhawks. Are you kidding? Uh, I, this, is, <laughs> this is idiocy at its finest. Uh, and you were wondering what we were going to talk about tonight. Well, well folks, I, I, this I, is I, NCAA it, hockey and you're no, no, I get that, of the NHL. The, I, I get that, but... Imagine if there actually was a Pac-12 conference and ASU only played that team down south once in, say, 20 conference games. So let's just <laughs> pick, an, you know, pick whatever number you want. Uh, I love and it. And they only played them once out of, nine, out of 20 games. That's just idiocy. <laughs> That's taking away the rivalry for sure. There's no doubt about that. I mean, holy smokes. I mean, uh, I'm done. I mean, okay. I'm not done, but uh, done I, I know that that's, you know, not what we're uh, exactly. supposed to be doing here. Yeah, but I, ha I just had to say it. Yeah, well done. Well done. You're always welcome to do a rant. That's always a, a good attention getter. So anyway, as we talk about attention, uh, last night, of course, we had uh, Rick Zombo on from the Lindenwood Lions. And right. when Rick comes on, we just let him go. We didn't even try to interfere with anything. We just let him rock and roll. Yeah, one, so, day, uh, he, one day he won't <laughs> hold back and he'll give his, yeah. his real feelings. Yeah, exactly. But in the meantime, uh, because we had him on last night on analytics and eyeballs, we didn't really get much time to talk about the polls. We did get your uh, Super 16 up there, which I thought was fantastic. So tonight I want to talk a little bit about the polls and a little bit about some of the players that are making their mark individually. You mentioned it to me today uh, off air, uh, a couple of Lindenwood Lions. So we'll get to that. We'll talk about some of the Denver Pioneers that are doing good things. We'll talk about a uh, goaltender at Colorado College doing pretty well and we'll do some other things but tonight paul i want to start off with the dcu ucho division one men's hockey poll for november 7th 2022 um i'm sure that you were shocked to see the maroon and gold team with the first place uh nod with 32 first place votes wait did i miss something did asu finish first did they did asu come in first place Oh, nice! Did I miss no, something? They didn't even get a. They didn't even get into the top twenty this week, which is. Well, you just ridiculous. said the maroon and gold team. There's only one of those. <laughs> okay, okay. Now this would be the Minnesota Gophers. <laughs> oh, anyway. that other maroon oh, and gold team. Okay, okay, yeah. 
How about the other one? Anyway, so Minnesota number one, Denver two, Michigan three, St. Cloud four, Quinnipiac five. Your thoughts, Paul Hornstein, on those? Did the pollsters get it right? Do they ever? Never. Never. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you look and you can see that some people had other ideas, for example, and um, and a couple of teams down in the top ten got some first place votes. And I can cer- and I can see why, strictly from a records perspective. Okay. Um, I try to look and see who teams play. I try to see uh, who's consistent and who's not. Um, those two don't always jive. Um, you know, I, 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 you still have St. Cloud still has to prove things to me. I, I know. Me too, I, and I watched I, him, Paul. <laughs> I, I know that. Um, I, I shouldn't doubt NCHC teams, but I do. Uh, in this case, <laughs> okay, uh, and it's so, not that I don't think they're good. Yeah. I just don't think they're that good. Okay, so I'll read the next five, and then I have a rant. So uh, we'll get into that in just a minute. Uh, number okay. six, Minnesota State. Number seven, Connecticut. Number eight, Penn State. Number nine, Providence. Number ten, Ohio State. Paul Hornstein, go. Um, I think they got the second five ish. Pretty close. Um, I know Providence probably got helped by their sweep last weekend against UMass. Oh, yeah, without but, a doubt that helped. <laughs> I mean, jumping somebody up six or eight spots like they did, that's a lot. Okay, you um, ready for my rant? And... <laughs> No, I'm never ready for your rants. I hear those all the time. I'm, maybe the audience <laughs> might be ready for, but I'm never ready for your rants. Okay. Um, they also, like I said, they also jumped Penn State up a lot too. So, but go ahead. Okay. At least when I look at the uh, the men's eight, NCAA Division One poll, it makes a little bit of sense. You don't have teams that are 500 in the top five. You don't have teams that have just lost two in a row, number two in the country, like the ACHA poll does. I know it's computers. I know I'm going to get hate mail. I'm ready for it. Bring on the hate mail. That uh, that works. But um, here's the deal. Uh, I've said this before. Um, when you do polls, if you're going to do them early, and you, I know you're not a fan of that, but if you're going to do a poll early, go ahead and use your eyeballs or use the coaches or the media or whatever for the first six weeks of the season or whatever. but And then if you want to interject computers, interject computers, but mix them with the eyeballs for maybe the next six weeks. And then when you get to the final six weeks, then let it go all computer because then you finally have enough data to, uh, to be able to make a good computerized decision on what's happening. Because right now, the ACHA polls are, um, for lack of a better word, a joke. Um, and that's, uh, that's something I give credit for to the pollsters, at least with the NCAA polls, because you don't have a 500 record, um, in your top five and you shouldn't, you shouldn't a three loss team 
that's played a tough schedule like Minnesota State, like Denver, like Minnesota, okay, that they, they played a tough schedule. I, I agree with that. Two lost teams like Michigan, St. Cloud, okay, they've earned a spot up there. Okay, but but don't be putting. Don't be putting a team that's uh, a Notre Dame that's four, four and two, for example. Don't be putting them five, and they so, didn't. They put them at eighteen. So what you're saying is that my placing of Eddie Christians Sue in the number four spot at four, three and two is way off base. I'm telling you, at this point in the season, yes, it's way off base. They even are not though, the number even, four team in the country. Even though, when when you look at 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 what North Dakota has done, who they lose to, they have a tie against Quinnipiac. They lost to Quinnipiac. Lost in overtime to that other maroon and gold team, and lost to ASU. The one blemish you could say that might legitimately say no way is their last game, the tie against Omaha. Well, and I'm going to tell you this. I'm not going to say that they won't be in the top four, top five down the road, but they're not there yet. They're not. They they have a lot of improving to do. they got a lot of proving to do. They're going to have to prove themselves this week against Denver uh, well, when Denver comes to town. So to bump them up that high, um, you know, and I know. I know what you did. I, I understand. They, they played tough games. They've lost to good teams, but... I mean, come on. I mean, here's the deal. I know Arizona State's way better than just getting votes, but you, they're not even in the top 20 in this poll. And that's right. like, okay, if they're not in the top 20, then you can't really um, look at it and say, okay, well, North Dakota beat Arizona or Arizona State beat North Dakota because they did. Right. But that doesn't mean that North Dakota should be a top five team. Not that, not at this point. Well, I, I would also say to you that that I'm really just going by what I've seen. I know. And it's not like... And I'd say it's pretty good. And I'm not even arguing that point. I'm arguing the point that the ACHA is crazy. And uh, we're in... in Here's the deal. We're in the business of growing the game of hockey. That's what we do. So if uh, if we see something that is detrimental to growing the game of hockey, I'm going to say it. That's fine. Because I believe that they could do a lot better if they if they looked at their sponsors, their partners, their fans, their parents, and um, gave them a better look. And right now they're not giving them a better look, and I think that's hurting their growth. That's well, just me, me personally. Maybe they've proved that shows me I'm wrong, but I'd like to see it. Well, other than the fact that you're usually wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I am, usually wrong. Uh, when they do those computer rankings, that's on how many teams? That does what? How many teams are are, are they computerizing for rankings? Um, all probably eighty. Probably they come up. Yeah, they around a hundred, and they come up with the top twenty-five. Okay. I, I'm uh, listen. Uh, you know that's a lot harder to see than what I do here in the basement. Um, I know that a lot of the ACHA teams stream their games. And the only part I'll agree with you on, and I hate to do this, Ooh, I as love you know. This. I love when you agree with me on something. Is wait another couple of weeks. 
Exactly. I know that. I know that this is going to even out. But what I'm telling you right now is when a parent, when a sponsor, when a fan texts me, emails me, does whatever and says, what's going on? How can a team? And I'm just going to not, I'm not picking on you, Arizona State. I'm just going to use you as an example. When you go up to, to UNLV and you're undefeated and you get beat pretty soundly two games and then the poll comes out the next weekend and they say, oh, you're number two in the country. You're ahead of UCO, Liberty, Adrian, all of those schools you're, you're ahead of. After you just lost twice to, I know, the number one team in the country in UNLV, but uh, you, you can't do that. And then on our show, I said, okay, if you're number two, you better go out and prove it against quote-unquote number 25, Arizona, when you play them Ooh. last weekend. And when they went to play them in Tucson, you know what happened? They lost twice. What? And who, uh, so, where, so, what? So you tell me the number 25 team in the country comes to have you come to town and you now go 0 for 4 in your last two Listen, weekends. I, I, and you're I, the number two team in the country? No, sorry. I, it doesn't work that way. I, I feel that way about the pairwise. Why do we even put that out until Thanksgiving? Because everybody wants to look at it. <laughs> but it's computerized too. It's crazy. I it's know crazy. that that's the point. And, and the unfortunate part of it is that's what selects the teams that go to the uh, NCAA national tournament. And and maybe Harvard deserves to be there eventually, but they were number one in the Paralyzed last week and only played two games. <laughs> I know. I know. There I should know. be a minimum at least. If, uh, I, I don't know. Good point. A minimum is a good point. I you agree know, with you 100% um, on that one. And I know the Ivy Leagues are never going to budge. But maybe give in a little bit, maybe a week earlier. And not wait till the first week in November, maybe a week earlier. Might give you more schedule flexibility, too. I'm not going to argue with that. That sounds, uh, that sounds good to me. So, I mean. Okay, so so let's finish up where we're at. We got through the top 10. 11 is Massachusetts, 12 North Dakota, 13 Harvard, 14 Boston U, 15 Northeastern. Uh, I'm just going to give the whole top 20. Uh, UMass Lowell, Western Michigan, Notre Dame, Merrimack, and Minnesota Duluth. How, and I'm I'm an alum, how does Minnesota Duluth hold down the number 20 spot at 5-5 and and the way that that team played last weekend in front of me and many others? Um, well, I think it might be at this point a lack of people to to vote for. <laughs> Seriously, a lack? A lack of people to vote for? Because there's one team wearing maroon and gold that would fit that role pretty well, I think. Well, they do in, 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 in the other poll. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying... That that bottom is kind of jumbled. Yeah, I hear you, and you just led me right into where I wanted to go. The USA Today, USA Hockey. And by the way, I said that to you. Bowl. I said that last night when we put this out. I just made an arbitrary decision uh, to screw your bulldogs. So when I came <laughs> up to, to sixteen, hey, you know what? If you deserve it, you deserve it, and they so. they flat out deserved it. Uh, I thought they got outplayed by Colorado College both nights. 
They were better on Saturday night, but I thought Colorado College could have beaten them a second night, if not for a fluky goal that got in past uh, Caden, the sponge, and Barrico. I don't know how they uh, stop it. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't stop know how they that game would have turned out. It may have gone the other way. Who knows? But that that was a backbreaker right at the end of the game, and um, Caden was still good enough to stop ninety-seven percent of the shots he faced. Point nine seven one. That's a pretty impressive weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, no question. Um, you know, uh, I. You know, you know. You the the problem is when you're CC at this point, you can't afford to have those games. No, you can't. But um, but and by the way, they I'm were breakfast tomorrow with the coach. So nice. Um, be nice. Be nice I to him. Nice. Will Love. There, there's going to be no swag for you if you're not nice to. Uh, well, first Coach of all, Mayo. how the hell am I getting it past you and Menino? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Good point. Well, here's how you get it past. If they finally order something in double XL, we don't want it. Well, whatever. I, I get it. I'm a fat pig. I get it. <laughs> Coach says. Coach says they have a hard time finding anybody to fit in a double XL besides you, so they never order it. <sighs> Thanks, Coach. Appreciate the support. <laughs> Anyway, let's run through the uh, the USA Today uh, poll. Um, Minnesota again at, at the number well, one. Well, hold spot. on a second. Hold on a second. Oh, you hold got more? No, no, well, no, let's let's just um, the first poll we read. Just so people know, fifty voters, twenty eight coaches, and twenty two writers slash quote sports professionals. And I'm not one of them. Well, and I don't know why we're not, but that's just me. Um, the USA Today poll is basically uh, a coach's poll. It does, quote, include input from coaches and journalists representing each of the conferences. So I'm just saying. Yeah, good stuff. That's good. People for should people know that know. because. Yeah they, you know. should, yeah, they absolutely should know that. Okay, so University of Minnesota holds down number one. Uh, right. University of Denver, two. Michigan, three. St. Cloud State four, Quinnipiac five. Sounds a lot like the other poll. It does. I'm sure there's a mixture of a, a, a Venn diagram that you could put together uh, for the polling uh, of these two polls. I'm sure, it's there's a, a decent amount of repetition. Okay, so that gets us to six: Minnesota State, Penn State, Connecticut, Providence, and Massachusetts. I see this. That, well, yeah, I mean, and if you, you know, I mean. At this point, I don't know if you can really argue much with that, except maybe Ohio State would like to find themselves a little farther up. But They probably should be. We'll find out. They've got a, a tough Big Ten schedule they're playing right now. Yeah, well, we'll get into that. I mean, a lot of good matchups this weekend, so we'll get into that. Okay, so Ohio State at 11, Harvard at 12, University of North Dakota, the Fighting Sioux. At 13, um, Boston University, Northeastern University, University of Massachusetts, Lowell, Western Michigan, University of Notre Dame, Merrimack, Paul, is sneaking into the number 19 spot and a tie between these two teams who maybe I've got my mirror images wrong between Colorado College and, and Arizona State. Maybe it's Bemidji State and Arizona State that are mirror images of each other. Uh, maybe. Um uh, and apparently, I am completely wrong about Northeastern, but you know, um, 
What, but Merrimack? Merrimack ahead of Arizona State, really? Uh, I mean, listen. I mean, I don't think so. I, I think, you know, to this point, uh, both teams split against Colgate. At home, so there's but, no difference there. Yeah, but that's there is a difference because Arizona State was under completely different circumstances than Well, Merrimack. but I'm just I'm just trying completely. to point it out. I mean, you know, ASU's played Bemidji, Duluth, North Dakota, okay. Colorado um, College, CC, um, Merrimack's played St. Lawrence, Clarkson, New Hampshire, Colgate. And still a theoretically underperforming Boston College team. Um, and they split home and home with UMass, which is really their only, when you sit and you're looking at it to this point, would be the only, quote, quality win that you could find on their schedule. And yeah. Yeah, and and the dreaded computer rankings have them Northeastern and ASU in in the same spot. So I mean, not exactly, but they're all right next to each other. Okay, and I'm not going to take a shot at Notre Dame, but I did watch them play, and um, I think Arizona State has Notre Dame. Um, I saw them both play, and if I if my eyeballs are correct, Arizona State's going to take the leap over them quickly. You, you you should say it. Why would you be afraid to say it? <laughs> I, you know me. I'm just really non opinionated, and I just want to, you know, keep everybody happy and all that stuff. I don't, I know. I don't I like people the throwing pumps. darts at me on I the know. podcast. I know that's my job. <laughs> uh, and Northeastern, I can tell you, I'm not sold on Northeastern either. But what I am sold on is Devin, Devin Levi. Levi. I think he's going to be the guy uh, again when it comes down the stretch. Um, Unless, unless one TJ Semptonfelter um, turns the tables on them. Well, that's assuming they have a play. Yeah, good point. Okay, I mean, so so that rounds it, out uh, that poll. The difference um, is, you know, with some of these guys like uh, like Levi, like Semptonfelter, you get those guys, you get into the tournament, and. Over a weekend, those guys can carry you to a frozen four. Yeah, yeah, because it's one and done. Yeah, and um, that's where your goaltender does stand out. So, okay, we'll get into that. We'll get into the the uh, the previews of the weekend, all of that good stuff coming up in just a couple of minutes. We hear from some of our partners. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goal. He scores. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness. CollegeHockeyInc.com and follow at College Hockey. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. 
Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. From the nation's best college hockey conference, access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for the next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, summer skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. All right, we're back. Call it Chalky West Live. Scott Strandy with you tonight from beautiful Budweiser Event Center in Loveland, Colorado, where it's a glorious day today. It was like 68 degrees and sunny or something really? like that. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Um, nice. Snow coming tomorrow night, though, and uh, the, I just talked with Chad Berman before I got on air, and uh, and he's coming this direction to uh, to play Colorado State this weekend. And I said, enjoy it, Coach, because I'm going your way. I'm going to the sun for three weeks. Just say no to snow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear you there, my friend. Um, so anyway, um, that kind of breaks down the uh, the polls. Now it's time to start talking what's going on this weekend, who's playing who, and then we'll end the show uh, by talking a little bit about some of the players that are making their marks. So what do you got, Paul Hornstein? What do you got for us uh, coming up this weekend? All right, well, you have some, some big conference matchups. Um, that other maroon and gold team hosting uh, Penn State. In a series, one of two Big Ten series that kicks off on Thursday. All right, I guess we can do this league by league. Uh, yeah, that works. Michigan and Notre Dame play this weekend. Uh, you know, it, it, at Notre Dame. So, uh, there'll be a lot of eyeballs on that. Uh, in the CCHA, you have, you know, a, a Bemidji and, and Northern. You know that I don't know if that's quite the same as you know one of those teams playing Minnesota State, but um, you know those teams will be fighting for position and 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 stuff in the pairwise. Not the biggest of weeks in that league, but it is what it is. Um, ECAC, it's hard to I can't even keep track of that. They're, they play different teams every night. They go who's home one night on the road the next. Um, you know. 
unless there's an upset, it's kind of hard to figure it out. I would say the best matchup uh, in that league this week is uh, is probably uh, RPI and, and, and Harvard. So, I mean, there's that. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Um, yeah, like I said, and then they play all over the place. You get teams playing here, playing there. They don't do it as much in Hockey East, but it happens. Um, uh, speaking of Hockey East, uh, big matchups, to be honest. BU and, and, and UMass in uh, at BU. You have Providence and UConn in stores, or, or actually it's not quite in stores yet. It's in Hartford, the XL Energy Center. Um, but a top 10 theoretical, mat, at least according to other people, a top 10 matchup. Uh, still, you know, a ranked matchup if you look at the one poll that counts. You know, mine. Um, so that that's a big matchup. Um, you know, anytime you get bean pot opponents going against each other, even if it's not the bean pot, Northeastern playing B at BC, um, th those are always uh, intense matchups. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, you know, and you've got, uh, you head over Let me to comment on something before you go any farther. The dog? Let what? The dog barking? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No. no, I can't hear that. Like, can right. you hear what's going on behind me or in front of me? I should. Um, say I that. heard some. I heard some pucks <laughs> bouncing against glass. I don't know if. Well, yeah, I think there is a little of that going on too. But the music is on and off here, so they're getting ready for a for a big show tonight. It's military night here uh, at um, the Loveland Budweiser Event Center. So right. if you hear that, that's what's going on. But um, I think what you just told me about the matchup so far uh, is that there's going to be a shakeup in the poll. There might even be a shakeup in the Super 16, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it depends on what you mean by a shakeup. Teams dropping out, teams moving all over the place. That would be a shakeup. Well, it depends on which one you're talking about. I mean, it could be either one. Both would be considered a shakeup to me, my friend. Well, I'm just saying it could either one would be, and, and, and it's just a matter of which one. Whenever you have a lot of matchups of quote ranked teams, we didn't even get to the the the, the remaining league. Yeah, that's Plus, coming up next. I just wanted to interject my little uh, you know, my little piece I mean, of nothing. Which, you know, unless there's a lot of splits. Well, that's been a common theme for the most part. You know, um, you know, uh, well, common. I yeah, I guess. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that but um i can, it's hard for me to argue with all the coaches who talk about how hard it is to sweep in college hockey so yeah isn't that a fact isn't that a fact okay not that i'm finish against up with doing what you it. got left yeah finish not that what I'm you against got left. doing it but i hear you no. finish um, what you got left all right you got the nchc um you have two matchups of quote-unquote ranked teams uh, at the Herb Brooks National Hockey Center up in St. Cloud, Minnesota. The Herbie. No, it's the Herb Brooks National Hockey Center. Is there another game going on at the Ralph, too, this weekend? I didn't get there yet. Chill okay. out, dude. Go ahead. 
Um, a very interesting matchup against the teams that we kind of don't believe in as they host Western Michigan. Um, yeah, how is that one going to play out? Is it going to be lopsided, see, big big scoring, or is it going to be tight goaltending? Because they talk about their goaltenders as being world beaters. I I think if you if you if you made me, you know, guess or you know or or just make some sort of supposition, I I, I would sit there and and tell you that. Uh, St. Cloud's got to have the advantage playing on that big sheet. And I'll throw you the other advantage um, for Western Michigan. They've got three players in the top six of the scoring race. Well, I mean, okay, but, you know, I mean. <sighs> and by the way, they played it. 11 games. They put 11 games. You no, know, I listen, I mean, I, you know, with, without having a line chart in front of me, I'm going to assume that all those guys play on one line. Probably a good assumption with the number of goals and assists that are dished out between them. Um, you know, you sit there and, and and you look at it and, you know, like I said, I, I haven't exactly been the biggest believer in Western Michigan. Um, Neither have I, by the way. Or St. Cloud. So maybe I'll be wrong. I could be wrong. It would be the first time. It would It would be the first time. I don't think it's ever happened before. Well, not as far as I'm concerned, but you never know. <laughs> Other people have called you on it? <laughs> um, yeah, but I ignore them too, just like I ignore you when you call me on it. So. <laughs> okay, so what else you got? Got more games that we need and, to talk about? And, and, and with all due respect to your fellow swag brother and our buddy Chris Mayotte, who are playing a tough road series at Miami. Because Miami's better than they have been, just probably not as good as the rest of the league, which is unfortunate for them. But we all know the spotlight's going to be at Ralph Engelstead Arena as Denver takes Ralph. on North Dakota. You know, the... Uh, you know, the, the co-defending regular season champions. You know, it, you know maybe, I don't know, is, is Michael going to take back both of the Penrose Cups? I don't know. <laughs> take them both back, put them in his office. <laughs> no, it's probably be easier for him that way. Uh, could happen. At least we know there are two. Well, yeah. Maybe that there's there's a third that they're not telling us about just in case. I think there is. I think it's in the office. <laughs> really? Uh, can't say Michael, for sure, get, but I wouldn't be surprised. Can you, Michael? We need you to confirm or deny such an existence. <laughs> I love it. Um, and I mean, listen. It doesn't. It's it's hard to find a bigger marquee matchup than that in any season. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue. You can hear there's music behind me, so I'll uh, let you do most of the talking here. Well, uh, listen, I don't, the music doesn't bother me. I don't know if it bothers you, but it doesn't bother me. So, um, <laughs> it is just a an, a an unfortunate circumstance of of you being in a rink. 
<laughs> I love being in the rink, though. And there's a game tonight. It's going to be an exciting one, too, by the way, with a lot of college players, former college players. Aren't there always? Oh, yeah. It's even more and more, though, every year. Right. And then, of course, um, as we get down to it, the, the, the two non-conference uh, situations. They're pretty important games. I don't know if they're they're big matchups, but they're important games. Well, they're all, well. If you're an independent, yes, they are. As LIU will travel to Cole Arena to take on, or excuse me, Cole Center. Excuse me. Yeah, nice. Um, Not like the Ralph or the Herbie. I don't know what those buildings are. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, to, to play Wisconsin. Um, What's with Wisconsin taking on all these independents? Well, are they? Uh, listen, I mean, well, they're playing Lindenwood next weekend. Home games? It's home games? Uh, they think it's easy pickings, but uh, I think uh, both teams will have something to say about that. Well, uh, uh, maybe the fans might think it's easy pickings. I, I think that you really, uh, if you watch closely, you know, those teams are in every game. I think, what, Lindenwood may have gotten blown out in one game where they really weren't in the game. And I think you could say the same about LIU. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I mean, we've talked about that on multiple shows about how the independents are actually playing much better than I think a lot of people expected, except and, maybe themselves. Well, yeah, and then as we get to the, the last matchup, um, Anchorage against the true maroon and gold team uh, <laughs> at Mullet in Arena. In the mullet. In the mullet. I'll be in the mullet, by the way. Um, somebody asked me today about Anchorage. They asked me to describe them. <laughs> oh, what did you say? Um, and I'm not referring to something in Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia. They asked me to, descri- to, to describe. I said gritty. Ah, yeah. Good point. But they do have some talent, too. Well, be careful for their goaltenders and be careful for Maximilian. Well, my my point being is, even though they have reemerged, and, and I'll be very curious to see uh, our buddy Derek Schooley as he reemerges with his Robert Morris team next year. Uh, how that how that goes and how that compares to what Fairbanks did last year and what Anchorage is doing this year. With the advantage, obviously, of being in a league. They'll be back in Atlantic hockey. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to build his team very similar, you know, and see what he can do. And, you know, ASU is in another situation where they have to win. Yep, they, they, uh, they, they have to win the next four leading into Minnesota so they can come in with a, a nine and four mark. Well, yeah, but the the first thing you have to look at is the fact that ASU is playing at home this week. You know, hey, let me ask you this, ASU fan. Um, is it a good thing that they had this week coming off that momentum they had, or is it a bad thing? Uh um, that was a stumper, wasn't it? I'm good at those. I I want to say 
it's a good thing from a physical perspective. Haven't had a week off yet until this week, this past weekend. So from a physical perspective, since they were missing a couple of guys from injury, it's a good thing. Whether it becomes a good thing from the mental standpoint of the game, we're going to find out. I I do know that uh, once again, in a very short period of time, the student section tickets were gone for Friday. And I expect that to be the same for Saturday. Now, what happens over Thanksgiving break? Uh, well, believe sh- me, those tickets will be sold. Maybe not the students, but they'll be. Oh sold well, they'll to be somebody. sold. They'll they'll be <laughs> they'll be originally in the hands of students. <laughs> but where are they going to end up? Let's just hope. Well, it's that's the right that's see that's an, that's another story. You know, it's kind of the same thing at the end of the year with BC. You know, I mean, listen, let's face it. it schools having, I don't want to say attendance issues, but smaller than normal numbers of people in the seats without students being on campus, that's not news. That's every year, everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the matchups so, are set. Um, but I... You, you know, got more on the matchups, or we, can we jump over to the individuals that are making the noise? Well, tell the guy to stop blasting the PA system behind <laughs> you, and you don't have to worry <laughs> about individuals making noise. Ah, nice one, nice one. I'm talking about the guys uh, in the top 50 in goal scoring in NCAA hockey. Because I know that, a few is, of these guys. Is that where you want to start? Okay, that's fine. Okay, so tomorrow morning I'm going to have breakfast with Coach Mayotte, and I'm right. going to ask him about one Adam Fantilli. Uh, right. From Michigan, the freshman who has uh, 10 games played, 9 goals, 11 assists, 20 points, and leads the country. Because uh, I know he knows a little bit about Adam Fantilli. Well, so I will ask him and right? get his, uh, I'll get, yeah, I'll get some some uh, some insight to that one. Um, uh, Ryan McAllister from Western Michigan, another freshman, with 19 points at 5 goals, 14 assists. And uh, number three is A.J. Vanderbeck from Northern Michigan, a junior with uh, eight goals, nine assists, 17 points. He's tied with one Massimo Rizzo from the University of Denver Pioneers, a sophomore with 17 points as well. Um, Massimo having a big year. Uh, That line is having a big year. That team's going to have a big year. Well, don't they always? (laughs) Yeah, Coach Carl will be happy to hear you say that. Well, you know, one year, the most, the oddest of odd years, where they didn't. Yeah, nobody even wants to talk about that year. They just want to kind of wipe it out and say, you know, it didn't really exist because it wasn't normal. Well, it existed. We can't deny that. But if that's your one blemish, I think you're doing okay. Yeah, I think you're right. So to round up the top five, Jason Poland from Western Michigan with 16 points on nine goals, seven assists. That's your top five. Um Number six is interesting. A tie between uh, four guys. Who do you think is uh, is number six in the country in scoring, Paul? Uh, Max Sasson. Okay, that's one. Who are the other three, Paul? Oh, you want me to name them all? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because there's one very important one in there. No uh, disrespect to the other three. Mackie Samuskevich? Yep, he's there. Not oh, the okay. guy I'm thinking about. Oh, then it must be Aiden McDonough. 
Nope, not Aiden McDonough either. No? Who's number six in the country in scoring? He's a Well, sophomore. you said there was a tie, right? Yeah. Tie between four guys. Oh, 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 I see. I see the one guy I missed. Uh, David Gagnon. <laughs> well, the, the Lindenwood star, if you will. Six goals, nine assists, 15 no. points. Uh, let's... Uh, Let's ask Coach Zombo about that, how, uh, how David Gagnon got up to be the number six scorer in the country through uh, 11 games or 12 games, I guess, for them. Well, Lindenwood is, is putting some pucks in the net, right? I mean... They like to score, Rick told us, didn't he? Well, that's fine. Doesn't everybody? I mean, uh, I, I, I think it, it'll be very... <laughs> they like to score goals. Uh, yeah, well, it'll be very interesting to see uh, how that trend continues. You have... Uh, three Lindenwood players uh, in that relative top 30. Yeah, I scoring in the, the top country. 24, by the way. Uh, rel- I, that's why I said relative top because it's a giant tie. <laughs> yeah, and 24. Okay. It's the uh, 11 point category. You know, it's almost like a category in and of itself. So um, I'm going to throw these two Lindenwood guys out there again because Kyle Jeffers and Hunter Johannes are the ones that are tied. Uh, for 24th, uh, I believe Kyle played with the ACHA team last year and was really good. Uh, I can ask Stephen Marsh about that because he interviewed him about 17 times in the tournament. <laughs> and uh, Andre Johannes, another Minnesota kid that made the transfer and uh, playing his senior year at Lindenwood. And he told me when I interviewed him that he wanted he, his goal to play at Lindenwood was to go to the next level. And he thought uh, Coach Zombo was one of the guys that could do that. Well, listen, I mean... We love those stories, right? We, we love seeing those teams make a, a a positive impact, especially in that first AC, you know, that first NCAA season. You know who they're tied with, Paul? One of the people they're tied with? Oh. A guy named Matthew Nyes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who is he? <laughs> If there was a chant going on there, it'd be, who's he? He sucks. Okay. I didn't say it. You did, but. <laughs> I'm kidding, Matthew. You know it. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, listen, I mean, I, I think some of these teams, because there are players that are from a lot of players in the top 30 or 40 that are playing at I don't I don't know what's the word I'm looking for here uh, unorthodox schools in terms of putting up the numbers that you wouldn't expect um you know Linden would have scored more goals than I kind of expected him to do. Uh, Western Michigan for now seems to be a one-man team, a one-line team. Uh, we'll find out in St. Cloud if they're a one-line know, team. Because they can't play a one-line team in St. Cloud, I don't think. No, and 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 kind of, um, and if and if you want proof that it's not all about those numbers, okay. Um, in the top 50, you know how many Denver players are in the top 50? <laughs> no, not, not off the top of my head. Uh, Massimo, Casey, three. Carter, 
and they're in the top uh, 14, by the way. All right, but, you know, I mean, are we on a first-name basis now with these guys? With the are Denver we guys? buds? Oh, absolutely. With the, with the Denver guys? Sure. Really? And by the way, Casey took a puck to the throat a couple of weekends ago. And uh, I think he spent three nights in the hospital. So good good for him to not miss a game. He came right back to practice <laughs> right from the yeah, hospital. You know, what's the expression? He's a hockey player. Yeah, more or less, yeah. Um, let me let me throw something else out. There's a guy that's going to uh, eventually be done playing college hockey by the name of Grant Crookshank. <laughs> and he's going to have more jerseys uh, collected from different teams by the time he's done than maybe anybody in history. Right. Colorado College. Minnesota, St. Cloud State. If he plays another season, I guess he can't. I don't think he can. <laughs> I could be wrong. Listen, who knows? He's he's gathering some some hardware from everywhere. Um, we used to laugh, and it felt like uh, the old basketball player from LSU, Nikita Wilson, was in college for twenty years trying to match my record. <laughs> uh, Crookshank is getting to that point. And I don't blame him. Listen, stay in college, play college hockey as long as you can. Hey, and listen, he did have a really good series against Denver. Um, he did. Fortunately, they just that team can't match up. There's a lot of teams that can't match up against Denver, but uh, he did play a good a good series. So I was I was happy for Grant. The crazy point is, and I know it's early, it's very early, but the top fifty basically are all averaging over a point a game, and. You get to the top ten, and they're all averaging a point and a half a game. That's a lot. That's a lot of points. And you know what? It, it's the Lindenwood guys, I think, that are are jumping out at everybody. I mean, they've got so many guys that have scored goals, and we talked about them having the toughest schedule in college hockey this year. And to have five guys in the top forty, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, um, I'm I am sure that, uh, and I mean, we've talked about it with. With, with for example, they he wants his players to be aggressive <laughs> and score goals. <laughs> you got well. Listen, you got to score to win, right? Well, um, he knows that better than anybody. There's an old story about the you know, old Met pitcher John Matlack and when he made his major league debut. Debut the catcher of the Mets, Jerry Grody at the time, and the Mets never scored a lot of runs. Said, all right, kid, here's your when debut. Was that, the 40s? <laughs> no, close enough, but it was the 70s. Okay. He would be like, okay, kid, shut him out, and I guarantee you a tie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. But uh, just to round out a couple, the uh, the captain from Colorado College, Brian Yoon, um, is in the top 40, and so is the freshman, Noah Laba. And Noah is going to be a really good one. I asked uh, uh, Coach Mayout last Friday night, I said, um, how good can Noah Lava be? <laughs> he said he's just scratching the surface. I'm going like, are you kidding oh. me? Are you kidding me? I mean, listen, I mean, uh, still freshman, got to get acclimated. You know, I mean, it is what it is. And that's why he was a second round pick, right? Yep. Absolutely. I don't think it was, was he second round. 
Uh, yeah, I don't think he was, he was first. Round third. Pick. He might, maybe he was a little. Maybe he was third. Third or fourth, I think. But I'm not somewhere sure. in that neighborhood. I have to look. Um, okay, so we only got five minutes left before there's six, four minutes left before this place explodes when they open the doors and let everybody in, which I think they're doing already. Uh, <laughs> but, but by the way, um, getting to the goaltender side of things, um, Mitchell Gibson of Harvard. He's played two games. He's got a 1.0 goals against average. Yeah, what do you think, Paul? Should he be number one? Well, numerically he is, whether we like it or not. It's well, shouldn't he play four games at least? <laughs> I I believe the qualification, and I don't believe I, I I can say it. You need to have played a third of your team's minutes. So if they played four <laughs> games and he's played two, <laughs> I know um, Matthew Tyson, the goaltender that I saw Saturday uh, on TV, uh, play for Minnesota Duluth. Uh, is holding down the number two spot. Uh, Logan Turnus uh, from Connecticut, number three. Henry Welsh from UMass Lowell. And, of course, your best player, Devin Levi from Northeastern. Well, I mean, that's not news. Have you forgiven him yet for taking taking away that, that honor? Uh, No, but... <laughs> It is what it is, right? Uh, I'm not far away from one of the guys that coached him, you know. <laughs> I know. I get it. Um, you know, it. It is. Uh, I don't. I. I don't know what's. What statistic I like better? I don't know if I like goals against average. I don't know if I like save percentage better. I don't know. Um. It seems to me that goals against average is 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 good. I'm not complaining about it at all. Um, I, I just waffle back and forth, to be honest. Yeah, I kind of like the guys uh, that are over nine thirty, like a guy like doesn't TJ everybody Semtenfelter. Doesn't everybody like those guys? Yeah, yeah, but uh, I think that save percentage is much more important to me than um, because TJ. Once again, <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. The amount of shots that he's faced, it's just um, unbelievable. Well, it's true, but some guys are starting to catch up. Yeah, and, and they should eventually. <laughs> I'm just saying, some guys are starting to catch up, you know, because ASU had the week off. Um, they played a one-game weekend. Uh you know, TJ Septenfelter's got 290 saves and, and or excuse me, 291. I don't want to cheat him out of one. 291. Um, There's a kid from is, Colgate that's got 299. <laughs> which is, by the way, no longer the most in the country. But like I said, you've seen some of these guys catch up. You know, so it's, it's, it, it, it is evening out a little bit. Uh, especially when you consider that uh, last week against uh, North Dakota, he only had to make 15 saves. So, yeah, impressive. Uh, we can get through the the goaltenders. Um, you know, I just think it's too early for that, but we'll uh, we'll kind of let it go on that since the music's about to crank up here, and things are going to get going pregame for the Colorado Eagles and the Texas Stars. Mm -hmm. Take it away, my friend. All right, from the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask, College Hockey West Live, brought to you by AT&T Wireless, where unlimited your way lets you choose the right plan for each member of your family. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whether your hockey needs are, 
Sierra 3 Valley locations or the BehindTheMask.com. Peterson Toyota, whether you're looking for your dream car or shopping on a budget, we take the time to find the perfect Toyota to fit your needs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Now at our two locations, the original at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard and our new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. For the NCHC and NCHC.TV, subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Drurians and Suites, an official Disney World hotel. Book your stay now at DruryHotels.com. Jets Pizza, go to JetsPizza.com to find your fresh deal at your nearest Jets location today. Top Golf, play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. Liberty University, hockey education and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. M Drive. Go to mdriveformen.com and see which M Drive formula is for you. And by College Hockey Inc. College Hockey West Live presented by Behind the Mask and all of the Ice Time Hockey West. Podcasts are live on the Podbean app and available for download wherever you get your podcasts from. Subscribe, review, and search ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW Podcasts. Behind the Mask College Hockey West Live and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. We will say a very good good night from the uh, Budweiser Event Center. Or ever, we'll say that for the show, but I'm going to stay here to watch a hockey game tonight. Right, so fine. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow night, night. from beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, where we can uh, we can talk a little ACHA hockey, and uh, I can rant and rave about the uh, the pair or the pairwise <laughs> the, the rankings, computer rankings that'll come out tomorrow. So if you want to hear a good rant, just uh, Stay tuned tomorrow, 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Okay, right. we'll say goodnight. Big thank you to uh, Kevin McGlue and everybody here at the uh, Budweiser Event Center for all their hospitality, as always. And I will catch up with the uh, the Eagles on the road, by the way. I'm going to catch up with them, um, let's see, what to, next Tuesday in Bakersfield, really? California. So how's that? Oh, we got to do this again? <laughs> From Bakersfield. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> um yeah well i don't mind well you're at that i mean you've got to do this again this early i don't know we'll we'll figure that out all right <laughs> why you know you're complaining about going early you no, on the east no, coast no, just... don't want us to go to bed early <laughs> well i want to go to bed early that's for sure all right we'll say good night little roger klein the peacemakers De Niro. good night, good night. everybody